0: In three, two, one. I did it again. Fuck. we got to fix the names on those.
1: Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive. Featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinsick.
0: Powered by BetSpurts. Welcome to the Deep Dive. Week- Live on YouTube. Live on YouTube. Week 15 is upon us. It is a fascinating card. There are some games that I will spend two minutes on, and some that I want to spend like 20 minutes on, on this card. So it's going to be a very uneven distribution of coverage. Lots of skippable stuff this week. Lots of um, uh, do that everywhere. Well. Lots of lots of easy crossoffs. I guess is the right way to say it. Lots of lots of e- easy strikes, um, and then some that we really need to dive into. How are you doing, Andy?
1: I'm good. Good. You know, I made some bets. Made an extra one this morning. I have my openers from Sunday, and you know, we we did kind of come to the conclusion that. It's getting tougher this time of year, and you do you do just got to keep up on injury and COVID news, but there's still some value in the market in certain places, and I think we found a bit. And Yeah, I'm the, I'm the same way as you. I'm absolutely on that train of there's a few games where I could not be more turned off. Well, I don't know if turned off, just like my number makes it what the number is. There's a lot of uncertainty as well. I think it's uncertainty on both sides of the ball, and I'm not interested in, you know, putting any harder money towards those games, so.
0: Yeah, a lot of teams not playing for much anymore, and I don't know that we really have a good feel for what that means in today's day and age. If you're completely out of the playoff mix, um, you know, what, what's your motivation? What's your motivation, Andy? Uh, it's not obvious to me that you're going to get 100% effort out of all of these teams, but, um, and honestly, like, it's kind of a... Um, a lot, of, uh, a lot of big numbers this week. A lot of big spreads. There's 17 of, out there. Yeah, there's some big ones. Uh, this is as many double-digit spreads as I can remember in a single week all season. Um, and I think that reflects the fact that you have some really bad teams. And, I, and it was funny because like looking at after I made my adjustments last week, like all of the teams that I moved down, they were already at the bottom. So like no one really reshuffled. I just happened to kind of move the bottom even lower just the way they were playing was that that um uninspiring um the jets are a great example losing 40 to 3 like I, i don't know how much lower i can even make my power number on those guys but they clearly don't seem to be engaged in trying to win football games but that's beside the point um let's uh let's as we go through these we'll kind of give you some thoughts on not just how to bet these games but how we see the playoff picture shaping up as we only have three weeks left and we're starting to Get a little bit of a better crystallized picture of how the seeding will be. There's some interesting path questions. There's some interesting, um, you know, there's some interesting contests uh, that will decide some seeding that will be pretty important in terms of how the playoffs play out. Um, And with that, let's start with Thursday Night Football, where we have the Los Angeles Chargers going to the Las Vegas Raiders, who are hanging on to playoff hopes by the thinnest of threads. Oh, I um, there
1: just hit that up.
0: Yeah. Uh, what is there? Do you, do you have a price on the Raiders to make the playoffs? Is it
1: in like, Oh, the, I haven't looked at that. I'm just looking at, you know, like the, the, the whole Baltimore, New England, New England's kind of out of it now. I mean, nine yeah. and seven, I guess would be awful tricky. seeing how Miami already has eight wins, but yeah, the, the Baltimore Vegas thing, Baltimore, obviously big step towards getting back into it with the win in the crazy ass game but uh vegas yeah they need this bad and the the injury bug is bitten it's not great so this could be this could be the death knell for their playoff hopes if they don't take care of business here
0: um you want to recount the injuries for me if uh if you as you were on this beat you sent me some information on this earlier today it was very helpful in terms of deciding not to play the raiders in this spot uh, do you have any thoughts
1: Yeah, that it was, it was a case where both teams had, you know, short week, you had injuries on both sides and I knew we'd get towards, you know, Wednesday for all the other teams. It's like, oh, we have guys that are doing the veteran day off or a planned day off to do some, you know, maybe therapy on an injury that's not threatening their week. But when you're playing in a Thursday game, you know, you find out pretty hard who's, who's in, who's out, who's maybe questionable. And yeah, they're who's turned out well uh, this year. Deanne Cullen Farrell is out. Their safety Jonathan Abraham, starting cornerback rookie Damon Arnett, and a linebacker Nicholas Morrow all out. I was, you know, I bet against them. I, spoiler alert! I bet the plus three and a half this morning. I put I talked about it on brown bags, and. It was like, ah, you know, if, like, two of those guys are actually out-out, that'd be helpful, especially if it was the safety and the corner or, you know, Clellan would be a big deal, especially with some of the injuries they've had up front for the, the Chargers. But having all four of those out, not great. And then basically everybody that I thought would be in or out is kind of shuffled out that same way for the Chargers. Like Balaga. you're not getting out of – concussion protocol that fast. It just doesn't happen for a Thursday game. And and then, you know, p- Perryman and Adderley are doubtful, which kind of was trending that way, but Allen Quosu, wow. Williams, wow. Eckler, questionable. They're all, I like, I figured at least one or two of those guys would be out, out. And then Trey I mean, Trey Turner was, he got injured in the game, but that was trending nice. So the injury stuff has gone my way, and I still feel so gross betting on the Chargers.
0: Hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, no to degree, I, this
1: is a no home field. I'm giving zero home field for this indoors. Yeah, no Yeah, uh, same.
0: same. Yeah, no. And, and to a degree, I, I feel like they're a, the Raiders lost last week to the Colts was an elimination loss. So how does the team get up this week? Uh, we'll find out if Gruden is a master motivator or not. Um, you're going to need a good performance to beat the Chargers as a power rating. Um, a, you know, just a, just a quick glimpse in behind the curtain same. at my numbers. You have them the same. I have the Chargers as half a point better, and yet here they are as three point dogs. So there's obviously a three point premium to back the Raiders or three free points on the Chargers if you are willing to get in bed with Anthony Lynn, and you were. So talk to me. Talk about talked about your feelings. Is this a seasonal affective disorder thing? Is this a self harm thing? Or are you (laughs) making this decision? You're making this decision on the basis of fact and reason.
1: This morning, like I obviously, I always made the number of this. We talked about this with the Patriots matchup. We said, you know, we, we'd make them a little better, but the coaching mismatch is just so egregious. We can't back them. And I mean, like we said, we won 1.1 units on that game because we were kind of thinking that maybe taking the Chargers would be a good idea. They lost 45 0. Um, you know, you can, you can look at that game and say, oh, yeah, well, I mean, it's the same team, Andy. Yeah, but this is also a Raiders team that. I mean, let's say it. They lost to the Jets. They essentially lost to the Jets, outside of a miracle play, which I had them in a teaser. I needed that miracle play. I'll, I'll take that ten times out of ten. But they, sure. they were, they were a very bad team against the Jets. So I do have these teams very similarly power ranked, and I've, I found a three and a half minus ten this morning. Said, okay. I'm just, I'm just going to have to take this. And
0: yeah, three and a half. Uh, yeah, yeah, you got so the best gross. of the number. Good job. Um, matchups do you like in this? You're gonna see the best. You're gonna see Justin Herbert shine with his uh outstanding wide receiver weapons, Keenan Allen and uh Mike. Yeah, if, if
1: if Allen and Williams are healthy, that would be great. Like if, if they're playing and healthy, especially with how bad this defense is, and then furthermore, missing a corner, missing a safety, missing a you know, big part of the pass rush against a rookie quarterback. That's like, beautiful. That's a beautiful matchup for that offense it's been a good offense especially when it matches up against bad defense and yeah this is this is a bottom-ranked defense they fired their defensive coordinator they have a new Ooh. guy coming in it's rod marinelli of all people what yeah of owen 16,
0: 16 fame yes he's yes. about to he's the, the rod marinelli and um uh hugh jackson club looks like it's probably gonna get one more member this year huh
1: Yep, Adam Gase, yeah. welcome to
0: the club. Rod Marinelli, yeah, not Rod a lot. Marinelli is not a bad D coordinator. I gotta say, he did okay. And I, I had a couple. I can't remember what his last spot was. He get, was he a Dallas D coordinator. He got fired with uh, Jason Garrett.
1: I feel like you might time, be right, right on that
0: one. Yeah, I don't really remember. Um, okay, well, I I, I I support your play, but uh, just just gird your loins. Um, I Halftime tomorrow, I'm going to make a very strong case that the Raiders are the correct side in the second half. Um, and it's largely based on what Anthony Lynn and the offensive coordinator do with their halftime adjustments. They have this weird philosophy that I feel I'm, I'm projecting this. I haven't heard them talk about it, but they always make bad offensive adjustments at halftime. And I think it's because they think. The off the de- the opposing defense is getting tired we need to run more <laughs> you know like this like 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 that'll work all of a sudden your scheme is terrible your offensive line can't create holes or separations your backs aren't fast enough to uh, really make any you know or, or uh, elusive enough um, to generate yards on their own so I um, mean out. <clears throat> Yeah, that's a good point. But uh, that, I think the Raiders are in the, the second half. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna make the case yeah. for them. And you you're gonna um you know I hopefully they hopefully the Chargers are up like 17-3 or something. And it's an oh, easy, yeah. No, easy it's that's, that's a,
1: for you. yeah, that's an easy play.
0: Okay, all right. Well, let's move on to Saturday football. My favorite time of year. We get games on Sunday and Saturday. Uh, RIP nights. to family time Although I see my family so much nowadays You know That they can they can part with some more Weekend time I guess um, yeah. This is an A1 though This is a late kickoff 4.30pm Eastern We're going to see Buffalo take the field in mile high Josh Allen Returns to the Rockies You going to throw them, <laughs> that ball over them damn mountains? What do you think? Yeah, he,
1: he's not scared of altitude You know how high Cheyenne is? I don't I it's high. At, so. It's
0: at least a mile high.
1: I, I bet it's like yeah, six thousand sixty three is the altitude. I'm not even More sure if a that's the, the mile. five. I'm, I'm not. even years. sure if that's the city where Wyoming is. Like the the college. I'm I'll pretty it sure Are it could be. It could practice. be Gillette. I don't know. Either way, yeah, he's he's played at altitude. He's played in cold weather. He played in the Mountain West. I'm not worried about him here. This line has gotten Laramie. beat up though. Where was it? Laramie.
0: laramie yeah
1: god i was just in wyoming too oh really saturday night football saturday and yeah saturday football is fun for uh the people uh across the pond who hate staying up late on like a sunday night or a monday night which is a work night for them having to stay up and watch a game in the middle of the night so and this is and again buffalo green bay saturday teaser somebody just put it in the chat we talked about this with uh George and Eric just a bit ago. We talked about this in the Sunday opener. If this hits, what a what a bad day for the books. Because like every <laughs> every single person is. I might just play it for fun because then I can cheer with everybody. Because everybody's gonna have a Buffalo Green Bay teaser, and we'll get to the Green Bay game man get in a bit and kind of ta- tamper down those hopes. But it is it is the play, isn't it? So I, I think this here's, line, here's, if this line goes up line is seven, not- there's probably value.
0: Just a real quick opinion question for you. Will there be more liability for the books um, with Alabama or the Buffalo Green Bay teaser?
1: I mean, did, were there people that got it under 17? What is the Alabama price now?
0: 17 and a half.
1: It's, it's a big price. It's still a lot to ask in a neutral. I mean, right, I've Hiccup. heard uh,
0: one of our good friends who works behind the counter said the ticket count was like 130 to 1.
1: Yeah, Alabama so far. (laughs) I mean, they're they are going to stomp them, and I have a Mac Heisman ticket, so I'm hoping for it. I had I had four Heisman tickets, and three of them were at five dimes. So the only one that survived it it was a better number somewhere else was the Mac. So through two years in a row, through no one shot one kill. Yeah, through no shot, part of kill. my own. It was not my yeah. handicapping. I just listening to people who at college. I might I might get the Heisman twice in a row. So let's it's go like Bama. But yeah, that that Bama stuff. I mean, they are they are head and shoulders better than Florida. But yeah, the NFL is still king. I think uh that user liability will be nasty. And I think there'll be a ton of money on the bills too, just based on how they've looked lately and Josh Allen, some of the things he's saying too. Some of the in the interviews he gives, like He's legitimately saying the right things, even for me. And I, I don't know if I, if I buy into some of the stuff these players say sometimes. But he's saying that he knows what's what's wrong, and he's trying to, you know, work on these things. And he knows he, some of his inaccuracies—that's a big issue. And like, if he fixes that stuff and sets his damn feet, he's he's a good quarterback. He's a top ten quarterback for sure. And they have three good receivers versus. No defensive backs. They put both those guys on the on the IR today that were injured. They have one more that was out already. They have Bowie on suspension. This this could get nasty. Like from a pure number standpoint, if it does get to seven, I would say hey, there's value on Denver, and I probably still can't do it. But just just because like they they might be able to do whatever they want through the air against replacement level D backs. I mean, we saw what they did when they make the game plan. Hey, let's throw it to Stefan Diggs because he's the top five receiver. Like, oh, shit, that works like every time. And that was probably a better defense. For certain, it was well, a better defense. By a lot. By a lot. Yeah. Yeah a, so, could,
0: yeah, a defense that could consistently generate pressure and that has much better secondary pieces then I, I mean we we made jokes about this this week right we went through the depth chart and named the guys that denver's gonna have out there in the secondary and it's literally guys who i, I don't know wide have, receivers. I, yeah i do i don't know if they have a, a you know deserve to be on the uh, on the on an nfl football field um just to kind of close the loop laramie wyoming two and a half hour drive north of denver so it's in the, it's in the area this is sort of a homecoming uh seven thousand feet above sea level so laramie was even higher than denver um i am on the over uh did you bet the over in this or am i alone i'm, I'm solo riding solo on this
1: you you grabbed it i didn't i feel mm-hmm. dumb Honestly, I, I, still was, 50. I, I
0: don't love the buyback i thought this was gonna keep going one way i thought this was i think people part. are
1: scared of the, just the denver letdown spot what they did against the raiders where just Locke did nothing Locke, you know Locke was the fedex air player of the week
0: Against Carolina last week, he was just what he did
1: versus Carolina. Wow. Yikes! I, I, yeah, it might be it might be a That bad of a popular.
0: week for quarterbacks?
1: Weird week for quarterbacks. So I wouldn't have given it I, to Locke. I agree with you, and I probably will it's get in. I have got
0: to give it to Jalen Hurts last week. He, he should have been the guy. I guess it, well, he did it on the air and on the ground.
1: So yeah, see, that's not there. how FedEx works. So it's, <laughs> uh, yeah, if we do get like Denver wins the coin toss, long sustained drive, miss a field goal. You know, Andy's on a live over, so I
0: like that. Um, okay, Buffalo traditionally has a very, very good opening script. Uh, this Denver defense is going to be punished early and often. I think that puts Denver in a position where they're going to have to be a little more aggressive, be a little bit more pass happy. That could go both ways. You could get some turnovers from Locke that turn into easy points from Buffalo. You could get some garbage time points from Denver. Um, I think there are a multitude of paths that lead this to this over to the promised land. I would still play it at 49 and a half the the buyback we saw from 50 to 49 and a half wasn't I couldn't really explain that there was no news that I saw that was like, okay, yeah, I get why somebody would bet an under here. Um, This looks like one way traffic for me to four points. Um, and I mean, you're right. You, I think you, did you say if Denver gets out to seven then you're kind of starting to think about Broncos, what, what's the, what's the buy point for you on, oh, no,
1: I'm just, I'm just saying I'm actually going to
0: bet it, but what's no, what is,
1: pure, pure number standpoint, if it gets to seven, that's too much. But okay. again, you, you can say that on, on paper, you can say that with power ratings, but with the matchup problem with the, you know, the three receivers versus you know replacement level cornerbacks it's it's not something i'd be too interested in so
0: yeah my my number on this game is seven uh, i make this thirty one twenty four. uh 55 points so let's go points Ooh, we got 69 watching live how about that Nice nightcap yeah my
1: uh yeah why don't you take that away
0: okay we have a um I guess this is the least sexy of the two matchups. How this ended up in the primetime spot is a little bit of a mystery to me. Carolina heads to Green Bay, although I guess you, you want the you want the viewers, you want the eyeballs for Aaron Rodgers in prime, you know, in you know, in the his his race to be the most valuable player in the in the NFL. Um we'll get into that in a bit, but um you know, you want you want Aaron Rodgers to draw some some viewers on on uh, Saturday night football, I guess. This is uh, this was a tailor-made spot for me to get involved on Carolina. And there are a couple of reasons why. Uh, number one, I am a huge fan of Teddy Covers. He is the exact quarterback that I want to back when I'm getting 10 points or you know, nine, 10 points, more than a touchdown. If you're gonna give me more than a touchdown with Teddy Covers, and he's got his two wide receiver weapons healthy, namely Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. Uh, Samuel's no slouch either. He's been playing pretty well this season. Uh, this is an attack that I think can uh, put points on the board. And Carolina, reasonably, reasonably well coordinated. There's no quit in these guys, there's no tank in these guys. Matt Rule, Joe Brady, these, these they have this team playing well, playing hard. They underwhelmed last week, but they were dealing with a whole bunch of um disruption to their practice throughout the week. So I can, I'm going to give them a pass losing to Denver. Um, and you know, there's. There's a lot to like about what Carolina will do in this game to keep it close. I think ultimately Green Bay wins. I wouldn't stop anyone from playing a teaser leg on the Packers. uh, But fundamentally, this Packers defense are hot frauds. Fundamentally, it's tough for me to see why Green Bay is going to get up, especially for this game. They really just need to win. Uh, You saw – I've lost count. I've lost count this season how many times – Green Bay has given up garbage points. Sometimes it's matter to the spread. Sometimes it's matter to the over. But this defense does not know how to close a game. Period. So even if Carolina is down like 21 points in the first half, I am not going to lose my cool. This is, you know, the Green Bay will give up points at some point. And Carolina, I think, does sneak inside the number. I originally played nine on Sunday on the scope. On on the uh, the opener pod opener, yep. and it drifted out to ten minus one eighteen today, and I had to get involved again. So I've double dipped now on Carolina, and uh, I need Teddy Bridgewater to come through for me in a big way Saturday night. Um, I do you get any whiff that Green Bay is on upset alert in this game?
1: No, but I tell you what, I'm going to do here. I'm going to, and th- it's dumb because, and this goes back to the guy in the RAS chat cuz it's not the same bet. It's for sure not the same bet. But like at some point Carolina's going to be like plus 13, plus 15, something like I'm going to watch and I live I live back Carolina a little last week it didn't work out. That sucked. That was quite the result, but like they're going to get down. They're going to get down early. The the way that you cash this is in the second half. So I'm going to be I agree with you. I can't make this 9. There's no chance. I make it like 6.97. Okay. Somewhere in there, mm-hmm. I cannot make it. I should be betting Carolina. I think in the in the long run, a second half look or a live look might be the play for me if I do get involved in all. And if you know, if Carolina just keeps it close the whole game, and you cash this, you know, Lakayam, bless you.
0: Okay, okay. But I um, agree.
1: I, I might take a little, just because, especially if yeah. it takes if it takes back to nine and a half ten, you're gonna need.
0: Yeah, that's inter- there's, there are interesting market forces on this. I'm curious who out there is like, no, Green Bay. Yeah, Give me you Green know, Bay right? minus 10. No, give me, lay, lay those points. Lay them. Yeah. Like, I, I'm curious who's so confident that uh, Green Bay's defense is going to keep Teddy and Robbie Anderson off the score sheet. Robbie's going to, you know, nut all over them. Um, let's move right to Sunday. In <laughs> right in the eye. Um, let's move to Sunday and um, – we get a, a rematch of a game we saw two weeks ago between Houston and Indianapolis. Do you have any read whatsoever on this one?
1: No. Like, this is a no read. I make this 6.4. Houston may be getting a receiver back. Indy, what's the state of the offensive lineman? You know, you're turning one of your strengths into a weakness here. That's rough look for them. I don't have a read on this. I'm very, I'm very you know, very... Close to market here, and that's what happens. But it's, it's like what I brought this up this morning with someone. It's like our, our golf betting friend said, "Don't bet the NFL anymore. The numbers are what the numbers are. The market discovery's done. Just go buy more Bitcoin, which is probably good advice every week. Like just because Bitcoin went up ten percent today, so you're a little it's <laughs> yeah. Literally, it's probably better. But we do this show and we have a lot of fun, and I love breaking down the NFL market and betting it. This is not a game I love to break down or talk about. <laughs> Another, yeah, you know, a, a rematch that I'm, I'm pretty much on market with, and I don't know what I'm going to get from uh, Rivers. If, if Rivers stays clean, this is a defense that can obviously be beat the fuck up. Look what the Bears did. So, uh, yeah, they if, if made, you, you made you look me like the franchise there, quarterback. Well, I mean, what's the current line? Or are pretty much markets on seven right now.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a big adjustment yeah. from the game we just saw. Close three and a half and come down to the last drive. It feels like a be- this. This feels like, uh, didn't the market just tell us that the price should be this and now it what? How? Huh? I know we've switched venues, but home field advantage is worth like 2 3% at the most nowadays. Um, and I know Houston sustained some injuries since then, some additional injuries, but they didn't have Fuller in that game. They didn't have Roby no. in that game for the whole thing. And Cooks could be back. This literally could be the exact same team taking the field that just closed three-and-a-half-point
1: dogs. you getting seven team. points with the best quarterback on the field. I mean, if you, if you made yeah, me bet it, I'd take the points, especially if we're getting the wide receivers back. So I'm not betting this, but if I did, it would certainly be Houston. I would take seven before I put this in a teaser at seven and a half.
0: Okay. Okay. Right. If, if it landed have, seven yeah. and a
1: half, I would absolutely take the points rather than teasing Indy, and I love teasing.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you what. Well, I got a double serving of Houston Texans on Thanksgiving, and it was like it was yeah, like, eating, like when you drink too like and you can't do it
1: for like two years
0: right you eat so much turkey do you really want to eat turkey in december not really <laughs> you know i'm so, i was so full on texans from thanksgiving
1: We're on the ham.
0: i'm good i'm good i'm ham. i don't need i don't need texans anymore this season all, all good all good we'll, we'll we'll check you in 2021 um Right. I've been the same boat with you on that one. Let's talk about another one that I did not make a play. We have Detroit taking on the Tennessee Titans. This one is interesting to me only because you see the market continuing to um, move, even though uh, we've had an adjustment from the opener of 8.5 here out to 11.5, which to me reflects the fact that Detroit is playing like dog shit and also reflects the fact that Matthew Stafford has – a thumb and a thing in his back and his hip what all is going on rib
1: injury as well is rib, really at that's the, what at it the was. end of the, the end yeah, of the he's got a rib, he's got a rib he's got a back
0: from last year he's got a lot of things so this could how be how the wins do they no what's that
1: how many wins do the lions have
0: i don't know five four
1: five four
0: five is it five they're not gonna make yeah. their win till they're
1: all, five and eight so they're they're five and eight
0: yeah, they're not going to win total. Yeah, 8-8 wow. ain't
1: doing anything. like like you you can't delude yourself at a certain point. Stafford's not an old man, like you you don't need to trot him out there with a rib injury, a thumb ligament, multiple other bang ups. Galladay didn't practice today. Galladay's not likely. Like you want to trot him out there again. Hurt. That, that just seems like a bad idea in general. Even even against a team who we've harped on this, he might not get hit once. I mean, Tennessee's Tennessee's pass rush is it's like female orgasm. I don't know. It maybe it's there. Maybe it happens. Uh, That's I Ben Shapiro <laughs> joke. Um, it's, it's, it's wow,
0: Mrs. Like Mulder. I'm sorry. R.I.P. Oh, Mrs. Mulder.
1: I don't I don't understand how it all works.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: But uh, for the pass rush too. You bring in, yeah. you bring in Mr. Mr. What's his name? Uh I can't even think of his name. That's how ineffectual he's been this year.
0: Uh you're talking about for ten? oh, clowney, Clowney? He had he
1: yeah,
0: hasn't played very much. Landry's been a bust. Rivik Beasley they signed and he didn't even make a start. He stinks. Uh, they lost Jarrell Casey and that you know because they 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 did they they lost Gerrell Casey in free agency to Denver. He got hurt early, so we haven't seen him much, so he's kind of out of mind. But apparently that was a very, very important part of Frabel's scheme in terms of how he generated pressure because in his absence they have gotten nothing. And their secondary is not good enough to sustain coverage for long periods of time. We've seen this over and over again, most recently when Baker Mayfield lit this team on fire. And honestly, if this was a Detroit team with the healthy Matt Stafford and a Kenny Galladay and a Marvin Jones and a, and a Hawkins, Hawkinson, 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 TJ Hawkinson, if this was a full powered offense with the Daryl Bevel vision of aggressive play, I'm probably taking Denver, Detroit to win outright, maybe because Tennessee is not a favorite that you can back confidently at all. But I think Kenny Vaccaro av- is still
1: is still not likely. I don't think he practiced, and again, it, it is just Wednesday for for that goes. But so, I mean, Saff, uh, I don't think Saffold practiced either for uh, the other side. But yeah. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny Vaccaro didn't practice today. So, yeah, if you had the weapons healthy and Stafford's healthy. He's he's absolutely lighting up this defense because this is a defense that can be lit up. Ask I mean go go ask Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it, I know. It, and it I sucks nothing, nothing there. You know, nothing on that offense is gonna get it done right now. So yeah, the points Jay, are Galladay, 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 going towards Chase Daniels.
0: Right. Chase Daniels without Kenny Galladay. All right. I don't expect much out of this team of Detroit. I mean, if honestly this could be a little rerun of what you just saw last week where Derrick Henry runs amok because Detroit can't stop the run and maybe they've lions get 10 or 13 points here and it's probably an under game, but 51 and a half is, uh, you know, that, the, you know, if Tennessee flexes a little, they might get to 40. So, uh, I don't think I can realistically play this under. Um, and honestly, you know, I, I, just t- t- Tennessee, just just win, just win, just continue to win, please. Do not blow this AFC South lead, please. <laughs> uh, I think they are not in line for a clinching scenario for the playoffs, as far as I remember. Um, but as I tried to pull that up, some stupid autoplay video was uh, annoying uh, me, so I had to close it. Um, I don't think they can clinch this week. They are nine and four, um, and. Yeah, it's just too tight. It's just too tight. They could easily find themselves out of the playoffs if they drop this game. So please just win. Tampa Bay Atlanta, you got a feel for this one? Another tough one, man. Was tough
1: yeah, that was uh, bad luck for Rojo. He uh, had the little like, was it pinky? Everybody's hurting a pinky. That happened to like literally all these injuries are pinky injuries. Happened to Gordon Hayward today. Um. But yeah, it was like a finger surgery or something along those lines. And and then he got what he got COVID at the hospital or something. So he got put on the COVID list. That's not a good look on what we Wednesday afternoon. That doesn't seem helpful. Uh, This is another one where I'm pretty much on market. I don't know where you make this one. I feel like we just talked about this too. Yeah. 5.8 apparently. So it's six. I'm fine with that. I'm fine not betting on Atlanta games the rest of the year. I just want to have a nice holiday season. I don't, <laughs> think, there's anything, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just I, I don't have a I don't have a strong read on what Atlanta's doing. You know, obviously they have the the interim head coach situation. They have Julio in and out.
0: Really poor and,
1: coordinated and, offense. Yeah, and the, the offense just can't seem to figure things out. And you know they they charged last week. You know, both teams tried to charge her. They threw, but complementary interceptions at the end. And yep. then the charge. if you get chargered, if you charge her against the Chargers, maybe you should be an auto bet against next week. And, you know, I don't do that. But Tampa, Tampa's fraudulent in a few ways, but they're clearly uh, a few steps ahead of Atlanta. Just a lot of points to be laying on the road. And yeah, a, a hard avoid for me. I lean, I lean Tampa in the under, which is when I lean favorite and under, I probably just don't bet the game.
0: Yeah, that's a very wise. Yeah, and there's
1: a good question about Tampa's defense here in the chat. It's what's uh, what's Eric's guy? Oh, uh man. Bowles Todd oh, Bowles. No, no, no the the cornerback. That's like they have one. Oh, really Dean. Dead... No, no, no. Oh, oh no, okay. the bad
0: one. Oh, the bad one.
1: He's got two uh, last yeah, names.
0: Blink. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'll tell Somebody you. Somebody might something. say it here. I mean. The, it, he's it's getting a, he's it,
1: getting picked on repeatedly
0: yeah and, and it's murphy bunting
1: is legitimately a problem yeah. and you know it, you might be able to pick on him and get some points but at the same time the falcons offense can't seem can't seem to figure out simple concepts like that so yeah it is uh bunting getting picked on and truly i don't i don't know maybe winfield might be one of their best defenders he's a rookie yeah, uh, they, they, have gotten, right they have gotten their pass rush going. Jason Pierre Paul, nice little renaissance down there. He's been involved in a ton of plays.
0: Yeah, we got to keep an eye on Winfield. Make sure he doesn't do anything awesome down the stretch here because he's currently third in the defensive yeah. rookie of the year rankings. It's Chase Young with the bullet right now at minus 185. It's uh it's Jimmy Chin after him, and then Winfield third, I think, right now. Um, one of the yeah, you know, great, great guy, a uh, sports guy from uh, that I that I chat with, uh, a sports broadcaster. Banners froze, I guess. What's that?
1: The banners froze. We're having that banner freezing problem again. That wasn't on us.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that was not on us. <laughs> um, yeah, no. A guy, a sports broadcaster, a guy I chat with, Femi. He uh, brought it up yesterday. Is there still value on Chase Young uh, minus one eighty five? Um, before we get to the Washington game, uh, I just wanted to spring that on you to see if you have any thoughts. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll circle back on that when we get to Seattle, Washington. But um, yeah. fast, it's a very interesting question. And do you remember uh,
1: Antoine Winfield in that Fre- – was it Fresno State? that We were in Vegas, and it was overtime, the Minnesota game. I think it was Fresno. Everybody else had the other team. They'd bet it, and it was overtime, and they threw that. And it was a touchdown pass, and uh, Winfield came out of nowhere and picked it off to end the game and just crush those people. That Gophers team won like 10-11 game. They weren't even that good. It was a fun year for them. But yeah, he's yeah, he legitimately has a career out of him. He's a, He might be a star in the making. Yeah, Hopefully yeah, next yeah. year. And
0: yeah, I think I agree with you. The, re, the right leans here are Tampa Bay and the under. Actually, no, I would lean Atlanta just based on the numbers. But, you know, again, I'm not getting involved here. But I do think the under is the right look. Let's uh, move on down to... England Miami um, is this the traditional New England goes down to Miami in the winter and poops their pants
1: spot yeah I know but usually the team is good when they do that right like that's so where I'm, that's, where I'm, that's where I'm struggling with this like usually it's a good New England team like oh they're you know they're trucking they're gonna win another division and then they run into this weird low spot when they go to Miami late in the year and usually Miami's not good in this situation, like they're middling or they're, or they're a struggling team trying to figure things out. So but I don't know
0: shoe on the other foot.
1: Yeah. I, the, the shoe may be uh, switched feats. The, the turns oh, have tabled. Oh, and turns
0: tabled.
1: The, yeah. I, I'm not sold on Tua. He has a lot of work to go. like He has, he has a pill battled becoming like a legitimate starter. He ha- he's shown flashes. He looked great. He, you know, he looked really good against uh, the Cardinals. He's had flashes in other games. It's been a really opportunistic defense, a lot of Van Ginkling, but they're missing <laughs> how many offensive weapons? Like all their running backs, the yeah. their, best, their best passing option is probably I'm Gesicki. Back. And he got hurt. Yeah. Breed, yes, Breed yes. Breed yes. 100%. So 100%. Gesicki, Gesicki's hurt. Um, Parker. Parker's out. There's one other guy out on that, aren't we? Like, we're, oh we're no, working. there was
0: good news. Apparently, there was good news on Parker. He may play. Jakeem Grant will not play. Gasicki, oh yeah, Grant,
1: Grant's out. I, sure. I
0: really don't think Gasicki's going to play. Um,
1: yeah, I don't. I don't like this. And then, uh in offense. Everybody just said what I was saying. You, you motherfuckers, just read my mind. New England in a tease So you really? get New England you really? get New England like plus two. The total is like 41. You get a low total. The team, I already, if I had to, if you put a gun to my head and made me bet this game, I'd probably take the two or money line because I probably wouldn't bet the two. But I do like the teaser here. Um, and yeah, what where was the one? Somebody said hoodie versus an ex coach.
0: Uh yeah, well, I mean, the the Patriots haven't won a Super Bowl since Brian Flores left. How do we know it wasn't him? That's true. Brian Flores was able to hold Jared Goff to three points in the Super Bowl. Bill Belichick was not on Thursday Night Football. He gave up twenty-four points. Of course, three points wouldn't have won that game for them. It would have been a tie, three to three. Steve Belichick. Steve Belichick. Okay, we'll blame Steve then. Um, Yeah, no. the The Patriots are. They still have a million guys questionable. The team is out of the playoff hunt. I, I kind of want them to play spoiler and upset the dolphins here just so that there's a more clear path for the Ravens. For some reason I did my math wrong on the tie break and the Ravens are still on the outside looking in, oh, You sure know, the, the, even though they won last week and Miami lost um, the Ravens are in the eight hole. Uh, so I'm either rooting for the dolphins to lose one or I'm them to for accidentally
1: end up in the eight hole.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, um, yeah, so I we I, I kind of need a little help here from Belichick to really uh, you know to really set Miami back here. Um, the future is bright in Miami, regardless, and I agree with your assessment on Tua. He has not looked as effective at quarterback as I expected, but you know he didn't get any preseason. He's and he is, was coming off of a bad injury. He didn't get many snaps at, in the first few weeks, and. This is an important test for them to figure out if he's their guy going forward from a yeah. uh, durability standpoint and from a you know an ability to progress, right? If he regresses uh through the you know the last 3 weeks of the season here and and they they have as much draft capital as they do with pick with the Texans picks next year, they could potentially pick a quarterback, right? Like they could move on from Tua if they feel like it. And, um, and and you, do you
1: think make- the market's overreacting to the fact that they're in the playoffs? Because I, I think this is something we see every 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 year this time of year, where we say one of these teams has has some like this is a I'm going to use the I'm going to use it the must win, so like the Raiders sure. it's must win the the Dolphins must win. Well, I got news; those teams lose <laughs> at the same rate as is commensurate with their with the money line over. Must
0: win does not equate to any additional must win doesn't equate to any additional win probability.
1: Added. No, it really doesn't. I mean, how many times just go back and look at all these teams and like, oh man, they really screwed it up at the end and missed the playoffs. Like that happens just as much as oh, look, they won a bunch of games and made their and you know, the, the Texans a few years back where they won out and won the division. Like it, it happens the same amount. It's it, it's not really I remember the motivation. The emotion, famous, the motivation thing is just not an extra bump, usually.
0: Dude, I remember a very famous must win last year from week 17 involving these two these teams,
1: teams. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and the patriots must win to hold on to the two seed
1: they didn't have to cover they didn't even do that so no, they couldn't they,
0: even, they couldn't
1: even get the win they
0: lost, they lost to the dolphins and was that t- that was uh that was the um the ryan fitzpatrick show at that point in time Whatever yeah. I have, uh, I, and your your, if your points are fair. I have Miami is the fifteenth best team in the NFL. They're a minus one power rated, so they're worse than an average team. I have New England as minus one and a half, so I don't have a huge separation between these two teams. But I'm not getting involved with all the New England ish, injuries, and I don't really know who the quarterback is going to be for the duration of this game. If Cam Newton is ineffective in the first half, I think we see a healthy dose of Jared Stidham, which is a good reason to stay away from this one. And if you were looking for some reason not to put them in a teaser, it's because of. By God, that's Jared Stidham's music.
1: Yeah, I'm not
0: sure he's better. <laughs> no, it's that's he, he could be bad. He, you know, he can yeah. legitimately. No, I because put...
1: there's a lot of people that are just like, Oh, that's oh, I'd like to see Stidham play and like, no, I'd, I'd rather see Cam and just run the ball and do short stuff. That's fine. Just, just take it easy and do that. So, um, yeah, teaser leg, maybe not. We'll see.
0: Let's matriculate down the card to Seattle and Washington. Uh, The Chase Young football team versus the Seattle Seahawks in Washington. Early start time. We are both on Seattle here from Sunday. Do you want to recap our position and how the market has matured in the week and the days following our pick?
1: We took a minus four. I got minus four, 107. It is five and five and a half, depending where you look. Um, you can still get a five I don't actually hate that because it's although somebody on Twitter did make a case that five is becoming more common which is true but it's still not uh, a terribly important number especially when you compare it to four and where I have this number I would I would think it's fine either way I make Seattle much better I can't find it right now either way we like this one a lot this was a I don't know, not a mis- I don't want to say a mistake. It's not a mistake. They open it where they open it, and we just disagree with the number, happy that it's moving our way. And I think and I hope that the coaches, who we don't love a lot, are smart enough to know that if you can take this pass rush out of the equation, you should be very easily beating this defense. Like It is what's important. that you Take the fronts the front seven out, beat the secondary, you have the receivers to do it, don't let don't let Rus get don't let Russ get cooked, and I think we should be fine. I love Seattle here as much as I love Washington. I love their you know what this pass rush is doing. We love Chase Young; he's been electric, but uh, big step up in class here, even at home. Hmm. It's a
0: potential uh, playoff preview, by the way. This is your I know. four or five I saw minutes. that. <clears throat> um. And, and, and the, in the
1: injuries today too. So like,
0: it would be in uh, Ale- John. Alex
1: Smith did not practice today, and neither did uh, who's the guy with the toe injury, Gibson. Gibson. Yep.
0: Gibson turf toe is still bothering him. Interesting.
1: Yeah, those are those linger. I don't even understand what a turf toe is. We we'll have to look
0: it okay, up. Okay, so with Alex Smith in as quarterback, my power rating for Washington is minus three. With Russell Wilson and a quarterback, my power rating for Seattle is plus three and a half. So I have a six and a half point gap between these two teams. It is very tough for me to square why three was a fair look ahead or why three and a half was a fair opener. Um, Like you mentioned, we got four because I was a little asleep at the wheel uh, recapping the amazing action that was week 14. Missed three and a half, but we got a good four. And I think... The fact that Seattle has prepared for San Francisco and their aggressive pass rush with their monsters on the D-line in recent memory uh, is a good analog for what this Washington defense is, right? The carbon copy, the similarities between Washington 2020 and San Francisco 2019 on defense are spooky, right? They're coordinated similarly. They had similar, just blue chip. Round one badasses all across the front seven and kind of weak secondary, right? Some places you can pick on them in the secondary. And I think the um, the game plan here, even Seattle having lost, uh, in, you know, having lost some important pieces on their offensive line, you got to keep Russ mobile. You got to get him moving, move him around, keep him on the run, um, give him the opportunity to extend plays because DK Metcalf. Um, Tyler Lockett. These guys are going to be able to get wide, freaking open downfield, and Russ still throws one of the best, if not the, he's probably the second best deep ball after Mahomes across the entire NFL, and he's going to hit some home runs in this game. You know, he's they're going to get they're going to get some points real quick um, if Washington can't get him on the ground, which Russell Wilson's shown an ability to be elusive that way, right? He's slippery, and he's he's what. He's slippery. He's, he's slippery.
1: Yes. He is. He's very slippery.
0: Yeah. He's he's a little, he's just a slippery little guy. Um, and yeah, I think Seattle's getting into the 30s here. Period. Even the Washington football team and defense is good. And Alex Smith is not good quarterback if he plays. Dwayne Haskins is like a two or three point downgrade from even what Alex Smith's level is, which would make this game on the other side of a touchdown for me. So I don't exactly know what the betting market is seeing here other than this isn't a great spot with Seattle flying East and playing early, but they've been home the last couple weeks. But they it, have, they're it, not really going to be
1: Haskins.
0: You think it's going to be Haskins? I hope it's I, Haskins. I really, I really, I
1: really do think it's going to be Haskins. That's just, I can't, I can't jive with this number still being like five and a half. So,
0: yeah, yeah, no, I don't know. No, no disagreement at all. And it's, it's, I don't know why you put alex smith out there with an injury to his lower leg the same one that needed all of that surgery like this seems like a bad plan at least the washington football team under dan snyder doesn't have any history of putting guys with really bad leg injuries back on the field to, to, <laughs> to forever end their careers at least that right you know at least there's no history of the medical doctors of the washington football team putting a rookie of the year candidate back on the field and ruining his career. R.I.P. R.G. You know,
1: they have played better of late, but again, they've played the Bengals and really the, the Steelers game obviously was the culmination of all this and the beat up Niners and just how that game plan worked out. But they've played the Cowboys, the lions, the, the Cowboys, again, the giants, the giants, the, then if you get back to the beginning of the schedule, they gave they gave up 30 points four weeks in a row to the quality teams they played and I'm not even sure if I want to call I mean Car- the Cardinals at home early that was just a good matchup apparently but the Browns dropped 34 on them Ravens dropped 31 on them on the road the Rams dropped 30 on them so uh, against uh, a well orchestrated offense yeah this defense can be beat you just have to be not half an idiot who's going to run into the teeth of this defensive line and I mean we'll see. Be a, I, forgot,
0: be I forgot about Rams going to Washington and winning 30 to 10. That was they that was a n- so low yeah. sweat for them. from the that West Coast. So and that was like a seven point game, or was that ten points? I can't remember what that that line was like seven or ten. Why in the hell isn't Seattle seven or ten here? Yeah. Like I could just don't get it. I don't get it. This feels too easy, but it is what it is. Uh we'll 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 revisit this on Sunday. How about that?
1: Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see how these injuries flesh out.
0: Um, what do you think of your Chicago Bears and your Minnesota Vikings?
1: I want to bet the Bears again, but I hate doing it off Alpha High spot like this. You know, I, I wish. S- like,
0: what is it about the Bears that tells you that num- they my are
1: my numbers?
0: Oh, 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 okay. Like, okay. They're,
1: they're just I – m- I make these teams awful close together. Like, just getting the points. But I I, w- I wish the games had gone differently. Or I guess I wish I'd have bet the Bears. I talked about it numerous times. I'm just like, like, Bears straight up, right? That's the play. He has no receivers, and it's actually a, a solid defense. And uh, shame on me, I guess. But it's tough for me to bet them off that high spot. I wish they were getting more points here if they'd have played it, you know, off any other week, really. I I don't believe this offense has figured things out. I don't believe in Mitch Trubisky. I don't believe in the play calling. Just my numbers are what they are. So I I have these teams closely ranked, but it's a divisional game late in the year like this, and I don't think Minnesota legitimately thinks he – you know they have like a, a true chance to get into the playoffs and make noise but if they technically they're they're pretty much in the hunt here they were last week and you know they were Those actually bears. in a playoff spots so, yeah so i mean sort of the bears so if you want to go motivation like both teams are playing for a terrible playoff spot where they'll get just curb stomped by like green bay or new orleans which i guess minnesota's beating green bay this year and new orleans has trouble in the playoffs sometimes so it'll be interesting to see how that goes but I, I'm full. Stay away from this one. If I had to bet, it, it would be Bears. It looks like it's, it's taking a little bit of Minnesota money, or am I looking at that right?
0: No, I, I mean it's it's there's some buyback because the adjustment was massive here. Um, I don't know that Chicago is good enough to win this game. Um, I mean, it was a their first game was close. In general, you know, generally Chicago Minnesota play pretty close games. Um, the Doesn't yeah, I I can't get involved in a side, even though I think it's a buy low on Minnesota and a sell high on Chicago.
1: And that's what's keeping me off. That's what's Uh, keeping me off it. The way the market has ticked from last week. Like when I make value on a team and they're coming off such a high spot, the other team's coming off a low spot, it's hard because I know I should be getting more points, and I'm not, so stay away from me. Um, and I I probably won't watch this game. (laughs)
0: Okay. No, uh, well, okay. Talk to me about the total real quick before we move on. Forty-seven. Don't the, the Minnesota owes us an over, don't they?
1: They do kind of owe us an over, but you're going to be reliant on the Bears, who've shown a few different times. If the offense is just sputtering, they can do it against anybody. They can do it against some of the worst teams. You know, they can they can sputter against a bad defense. It doesn't have to be like, oh, the defense really stopped him today. No, it's like Nagy stopped him or Trubisky making a bad decision or God's sakes, Foles when he was in there. You know, the, the last time they played, they scored 13 against Minnesota. Sure. And granted, sure, sure. that was that was outdoors. That was a, a different situation. That was a horrible game. You know, they, they've put it up. Was Nick Foles
0: and Bears. Which yeah, is and, and that team.
1: was Nick Foles. They've put up 25, 30, and 36 points the last three weeks. Like, the offense is, I, again, it's the Texans and Lions. These are bad defenses, and they were home. Minnesota's defense is nothing to write home about. So, it is a little low. If I had to bet it, it would be the over, but it's. I, I have a bad taste in my mouth with bears totals, just uh, based on some of the stuff we've bet this year. So I don't hate it. Oh man. Especially, especially there's a couple of pieces on the D line that are banged up for the bears too. You know, uh, Hicks has been in and out uh, Mac has been in and out. I know they're yeah. probably healthy now, but uh, people who are injured like that tend to get banged up again. If, if they're not getting any cousins, he'll score.
0: Okay. Speaking of that, um, I'm sorry to drag this out, but I'm, I'm leading to a potential secret pod play. Um,
1: and with team total.
0: Yeah. I am curious your thoughts on cousins getting sacked six times and being sort of the differentiating factor in them scoring last week against Tampa. Was that because of what Tampa was doing? Or is that specific to Todd Bowles approach in that game? Or is there something wrong with this Minnesota offensive line that carries into this week? And you're going to see them picking Kirk cousins up, off of his ass, six, seven, eight
1: times. And that, and that is another reason. Just all year, I've harped on this, and for numerous years, Minnesota has made no attempts to bolster this offensive line. Like they've made a few. You know, you drafted a center here, and you drafted a center there, and we've gotten a guard. But it's like, man, we you need to actually go out and make the Trent Williams deal. You need to do something like the Texans did't trade for Laramie Tunsil. like you put this much money into a quarterback who can be good when he's not on his ass and you just uh, we'll, we'll bring in some rookie centers a few times in Elfline and Bradbury and things like this and it's just not enough so this this offensive line can be beat it can be beat by a good pass rush and uh, especially when you get down in the closer you know the red zone you saw Minnesota, sputter on offense against tampa when it got closer to the end zone i think that's probably what you're gonna see again that's an, another reason why i do like the bears here it's it, you know on the other side of the coin like if hicks and mac and everyone's working and kirk's under duress i worry about the i worry about the total because minnesota bottles it so yeah okay is, so what about is such, the, a, such a stay away game for me
0: what about chicago team total over it's gonna be like 22 Mitch Trubisky, man, this is his this is his revenge on the whole city of Chicago. He's taking them out of draft position for a good quarterback.
1: <laughs> I know they're just gonna sit there, and then they didn't do his fifth year option, so they're gonna pay the guy instead, and they're it's just terrible. gonna stay like Not, eight and eight it's like for a, a, a tragedy decade. Tragedy comedy, yeah. It's it's a little bit of both, so I don't love it, man. Okay. All Maggie, right, moving on, to that. yeah. Let's talk about
0: the last. Of, is this the we last? We might of the morning? This. I it Is it's the last morning game um, and it's not really worth spending more than two minutes on other than to say any reflections in the afterglow of that Baltimore uh, Cleveland game. I don't have any opinion on this Baltimore Jags game. You're going to be Minshew versus the a, versus a defense that's going to eat him alive. And you have, um yeah. Lamar Jackson in a rushing offense against the team that can't stop the rush. So this is one-way traffic. The number is monstrous. So there's no reason to bet it. What did you make of that Baltimore-Cleveland game, though? Any uh, any, any afterglow reflections on that?
1: <laughs> I mean, you we talked about the the motivation factor, must win all this, and I mean that's where they were. If they would have screwed that game up, and there was multiple times where it's like Cleveland's going to win, it's like they, they yeah. might have been out of the playoffs. That, gotcha, that would have been boy. that would have been a a hard loss for them to stomach and i mean after getting the win driving getting that touchdown and then driving again to get the tucker long field goal at the end i mean lamar has to just feel an immense sense of relief like he's got to feel five pounds lighter just has to feel great right now So i'm i'm trying to make poop jokes <laughs> like three <laughs> three days later like that was yeah such a game. and twitter was lit so many poop jokes, and it was the best game I've ever watched. And I'm going to say that every year when there's one of these games. It's like the Rams-Niners game where it's just ping pong back and forth. But when he came, yeah. it was fourth down, and the backup quarterback got hurt. And then he comes yeah. running out of the tunnel like it's WWF. That was so unbelievable awesome. I watched the end of that game three times now. <laughs> i just watched like, the last 20 minutes. It's so awesome.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, even it, the it Cleveland was, drive to answer was awesome. Like the about yeah, was great. I, like, I
1: didn't even yeah. I wanted Tucker to miss you that field, too fast. I wanted overtime. I wanted more. We could
0: do we could have done a whole hour breakdown of that, and That thing was, I that could, was I
1: more. I don't know if the there is like a letdown home. off that. And if there is a letdown, at least you have the safety net of playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm not uh, winning points
0: at home. Uh, the fact that the Jags can't stop the run is a massive problem, especially going up against the Baltimore Ravens. So best of luck to you, Jaguars. There, there um, were a bunch
1: of Ravens who didn't practice today, defenders, Campbell, and a handful of other guys. But it is Wednesday. They played a Monday game. They played a long-ass they were out on the field against a, uh, a ton of offensive plays. Like I, I get that giving those guys a day off isn't the end of the world for them. Yeah. Marky Brown play. on
0: uh, Hollywood Brown on the COVID list.
1: Yeah, see that. Well yeah, all the wide receivers on the COVID list. That's the other thing too, which is like, do do I care? Like they could still you still have Mark Andrews and all those running backs. Like it's That's still true. with Jacksonville. No way am I tit- laying these points. In fact, I would probably look at Jacksonville in the back door here. Just it's kind of a, a getaway, whatever you want to call it, like skate through this, save the good place, just run the ball, win this game by 10 and never, you know, like a never in doubt 10 point win. I sure. can't believe this total is actually this high. I get it. The Jacksonville's defense is bad and Baltimore just put up that many points, but boy, uh, I don't see that kind of game script where Baltimore doesn't want to run up and down the field. Like It could be one of those where there's 30 points at halftime and this game goes under kind of games.
0: Yeah, I mean, we know. I
1: mean, Baltimore—they have the runs. Uh <laughs> yeah, they, they do have, and they, yeah, that's the thing—they have, do have such a good running game, or they can just—they can just pound that. They can pound the rock. Yeah, it, I, it I, might be a bad, like this might be a bad game to watch. As as good as that other one was. Oh my
0: god. Yeah. Such I guess a question. Game. I guess I really have. You know, the the if you're Baltimore, they have taken a little bit of the. Running plays for Lamar out of the playbook in games where they haven't needed them. Don't don't you think you might do that here, or you just? Yeah, can't I, I'm not. I'm not looking to get him hurt.
1: Course, Jacksonville. Okay. No, for right, for sure. Good. Yeah, just Dobbins, a lot of Gus, maybe a few God, easy I, yeah, runs. I love watching nice guys. plays.
0: I'm such a fanboy for Lamar Jackson in space. It is the coolest thing to watch on a football field. And the fact that he's back doing it, and the he's potential died. that they could get into the playoffs and do it for the you know do it against uh, you know some playoff teams with the same kind of stakes that we had on Monday night is so exciting. I cannot wait. Let's move on down the card.
1: Remember that safety we'll time on that game.
0: Uh, which one? At the end of the game. Oh, why did you have because to drink?
1: If anybody's listening, there's some to people this, with some
0: PTSD on this. Plus who, uh,
1: three, plus three and a half. Just prayers up, guys. That sucks. yeah man
0: although it it shows it shows teaches you a valuable lesson three is not as valuable as you think it is when you have a game with 90 points scored
1: that's just true there <laughs> was a lot of points
0: you know it's uh it that that was the my takeaway at least
1: I absolutely leaned to the under in that game like I'll, I'll say it out loud i I thought that would be an under game the weathermen were wrong the weather diminished quickly and the, the thing too was it wasn't like it wasn't like we had two quarterbacks that were just slinging it deep. The first nine touchdowns were running touchdowns.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that was, <laughs> that was, it was such a unique uh, game. such a great experience. I, I, I will never forget it. Never forget it. Let's talk about one that is forgettable and, oh, actually, I'm sorry. This is the last game in the early. Side. Did you? I didn't realize that this was a uh, uh, an early kickoff. That's how sad we are about the state of the Dallas Cowboys nowadays. Um, San Francisco, early kickoff in Dallas. Another one we played Sunday. We got by far the best of the number. This is one of the better CLVs. We sold point related. Sunday. This is one we of could, the better. We could have played the at a Yeah, that's right. And this was uh, this was not injury related, and yet now it's three. And my breed on the market is you have Kyle Shanahan coordinating an offense to attack a Mike Nolan defense, and you have Robert Sala no
1: longer. I don't know if he ever was, and maybe he was. I think I think a lot of these coaches were better were a good coach, good coordinator at a certain time. I don't yeah. know if it's entire. Maybe it's the coaching staff in general, the culture that you have down there. The, being under McCarthy, just it's not working out for Nolan. They overpaid Jalen. They have a couple pieces on this defense that are legitimately not right. only overpaid and bad, but l- like legitimate liabilities. And I mean, we've seen it time and time again. This Dallas defense can be picked apart by the right offense. You can say what you want about the injuries to, to the Niners. I don't care who they trot out there. It's no. just such a wild coaching mismatch. Yeah, Shannon, you have
0: Robert Sala coordinating a defense to go against Andy Dalton too.
1: Yeah. Don't hate that. <laughs> and yeah, they they lost. They just lost to the football team we talked about this just now. It's that's a that's a tough beat. I guess Alex I got to give it to Alex Smith, man. He didn't, like especially, yeah, you know, in I mean, that one game his foot was, was like 100% bleeding.
0: the defense making plays. That was the that was Chase. Oh no, no,
1: for sure it's the defense, but like he's He's still like he's serviceable somehow. Like he's a start serviceable starting think, quarterback.
0: Did you think Chase Young at minus one eighty five is a fair play right now?
1: Oh, we're getting like to
0: that ROI? Minus minus one eighty
1: five. That's a lot. What's your what's the implied on that?
0: Like I mean, you're you're talking number? like sixty
1: 61%. sixty one percent,
0: 65 or something.
1: 185. So you're talking one divided by 1.54 is 64.9%. Do you think it's 64.9% likely that Chase Young wins it? God, probably. I mean I made it Win- Winfield would need like a pick six or like a strip sack fumble kind of thing. Some a couple flash plays. Do
0: you think Chase- anyone in media even knows Winfield as a rookie defender on in the Tampa Bay Bucks?
1: And like I feel like I know it just because I live here in Minnesota and I watched them play for the Gophers. Uh, you know, we, we bet against Washington this week, but they do play the Panthers. That's a that's a quarterback they can get after too. They play the Eagles, that's a beat up team. I feel like Chase can get some Chase can get some stats in those games. So no, I I think I don't know if i want to like recommend playing that much juice, although I laid some pretty heavy juice on Saquon after the season.
0: Sure, surely
1: that word was just like, I didn't feel like it was enough. Just, I guess, I guess the media narrative and it's easier because more people talk about that. Like there's more articles, there's more talking heads on ESPN talking offensive stuff. So, and it's funny, somebody, somebody in the chat says, I still like minus three. So when I do my numbers on Sunday night, I had to tell Drew this earlier. I do my numbers on Sunday night. I have not fully updated everything. You can't. I can't do it that fast. I'm just basing it off, you know, mine mine stuff where it's like, all right, this team, I'm not making a strong upgrade or downgrade to either of these teams. I'm fine with this number. Or even if I did upgrade this team, I'm still fine with this number. When I'm grabbing openers later in the week, Monday, Tuesday, or in this case, Wednesday, because I've been busy, I get all my numbers put together. I run, I weigh everything, and I come up with new power numbers. And then I click over to the other tab and I see exactly where, you know, I would make all these games and my biggest edge for this week. And I've said this a bunch of times I'm, I'm on market with this. Like this is a minus six. I make it right around six. My biggest edge is still to bet the Niners out of wow. any of these games at minus three. I still make this like wow. five.
0: I love that. I love it. I mean, I don't don't
1: hate this at minus three still. I I think it is a big mismatch in a few different ways.
0: uh, The other thing about the Chase Young, just to close the loop on this, I agree with all your points, by the way. Um, If the Washington football team makes the playoffs, game over, baby. That's it. Yeah. Winning winning the division helps the narrative a lot. Probably wins it irrespective, but if they are a playoff team that wins the nfc nfc east at like seven and nine or eight and eight like that is game over um let's keep let's move to the afternoon how's that work for you Dig it. let's talk yeah, about the away. jets and rams what's that
1: you take it away jets and rams
0: so the jets are a football team in the nfl and the nfl Used
1: to be the titans <laughs>
0: The Rams defense um, is number one in the NFL. And they are matching up against the Jets offense, which is number 32. How's that gonna go?
1: Not super good. And not only that, you know, on top of everything, you say, like, oh, yeah, Andy and Drew, you don't have to tell me the Jets are bad. I mean, Darnold's ankle he's practicing, but his ankle is still bothering him. They just sent another linebacker to the IR. I think oh. they might've sent two guys to the IR. Like it's not a team that's, you know, think of Miami last year, how bad they were at the beginning of the year. And then it's like, Oh, they're starting to get it. You know, I get, I get the Raiders game happened and that's a really, really horrific defense. We've been over that time and time again. The Raiders defense is legitimately bottom one, two, somewhere in there. Yes. Like This is, this is a, Really, really, really good defense. This is my highest rated NFC team at this point. Just because I have to base, you know, I'm basically looking at who they could match up within the playoffs at this point. I gotta give them a because I'm I'm forward looking towards the playoffs at this point. If the Rams in the playoffs, I make them my favorite to win the NFC, especially at the number. I love the Rams. I love the Rams defense. And this is still too many points, man. What are we doing? I can't, I can't go. I can't go doing this sort of thing. It's 17 and it's juiced. It's 17 juiced. Like it's, it's moving to 17 and a half. Are the Rams
0: better than the jets more than the Alabama is better than Florida.
1: Probably. What's your number? Make this like, and that's the thing. Like, Oh, it's hard okay. to get your numbers to I make it like 16.1 it says. I have the Rams. I have the Rams. Six, something better than a neutral and then, you know, the Jets are almost 10 to the other way. Yeah. I don't really give, good. you know, I don't give any home I, again no home feel a little bit, maybe a little bit based on the fact that the Jets travel to the West Coast and the fact that the Rams are coming off extra rest. They did play the Thursday night game last week.
0: So. Not a good spot for the Jets.
1: It's not a great <laughs> spot for the Jets. Like I hate to say like tease to 10 because that's a dumb idea, but yeah. like, in, in, World a World normal year,
0: in a normal year, an Owen 14 team flying to LA uh <laughs> to take a team that's coming off extra rest. Yeah, that's a fade at any price. The, no price is high enough because you know that a jets team in a normal year is just they're on you know they're on sunset strip for to the wee hours on saturday before the game on sunday but uh as it is now i i'm not playing this game but i like your breakdown and i think you know be sure to check out the pff forecast we talked a lot about the rams and their potential path through the nfc it was a Phenomenal conversation. Those guys are awesome hosts and great to bounce ideas off of. Um, And I don't want to repeat it all here because hearing it twice doesn't do you any favors. So just go check out the PFF forecast where we break down the uh, kind of the playoff picture in the NFC. What do you think of uh, Philly, Arizona and the movement on this total? Does that warm your heart on a cold winter eve?
1: It does. It really does. I like how this has moved up. Um, What did we get it at? This was one where I just it didn't it didn't click right like go if you listen to the Sunday podcast I'm like I don't know what do, you want the under because because Arizona's offense has been a little sketchy and Philly has got a quarterback and they're like what about the defensive injuries I'm like oh fuck yeah here we go it's gonna shoot up isn't it and Philly's defensive injuries haven't I mean it hasn't gotten any better it's not like gotten they've better. gotten a ton of good news it's it's been more bad news lots of people missing and that it was a defensive pass rush that. Had some bite. It had some teeth to it. And I i don't know. Maybe that's not even a good matchup, too, against a running quarterback. Two running quarterbacks. This could be a lot of fun because these are going to be some defenses that have some glaring holes. Arizona, just because they had glaring holes all year, uh, they have some stars, but they have some big, big missing pieces, They, especially in the pass rush. And then Philly, because of all the injuries, I mean, this is – this is fine. Like uh, I'm glad this is bumping up. Let's go 49 and a half. Let's take it to 50, 51, a little bit of buyback here and there, which I, I guess is fine. People, people like to take it once it gets to 50 apparently, but uh, what do we get? 47 and a half. I think, I think I had 47. I'm going to have to check my ticket, but yeah, 47, yep, 47 and a half.
0: It's a good play. Um, Oh, you know what? It was 47 and a half. I think we were talking about the value of the half point around 47. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The main handicap here is that Arizona, they've underwhelmed offensively the last handful of weeks, even against the Giants scoring 26 points, (coughs) covering with Gusto uh that was an underperformance by them they left a lot of points on the field they can do better and they're going to do better because there's no one on this philadelphia team that matches up with deandre hopkins there's no one on this philadelphia team that matches up with christian kirk there's no one on this philadelphia team who can cover dan arnold kyler murray has reincorporated some aspects of the rushing attack and that makes their offense exceptionally dynamic Philadelphia has not covered running backs well this year, and now they lose you know, some of their young, impressive D-linemen who are helping them get to this point. I think that it is an awful lot to ask this Philadelphia defense to keep Arizona under 30. And on the flip side, Jalen Hurts does not take points off the field the way Carson Wentz did. The Philadelphia offense has, is loaded with talent, receivers, tight ends, everybody back. Uh, br- running back to Miles Sanders made an appearance last week. We had a Miles Sanders side. side he game. has like a, um, a
1: broken, not a broken play. Like I don't want to say it's a broken play. It's it's usually his skill. You know, he he breaks one here and there, and he doesn't. He, yeah. it's usually and a lot of it, it's funny because a lot of this is luck. If you break a run at the twenty. It doesn't look as exciting because it's like, oh, there's a 20-yard touchdown. It happens all the time. He just seems to be lucky. Like when the defense is in the wrong spot and he breaks one, it's like it's a goddamn 80-yard and touchdown. He's a quick kid. So, yeah, he's good. Um, getting these receivers healthy is important. Philly is not going to be a bad team next year. they just second straight year that they've had mad injury with bad luck. I don't know if people talked about that enough. Like they, they were really bitten by the bug last year again. I yep. don't hate. Uh, I don't hate Philly as a look next year. So when we get into some of the previews, yeah, It'll no, I agree. And so, um, I you you, it's funny that you
0: brought up. It's funny that you framed Miles Sanders that way too, because he shared the backfield with Sack Barkley, and that's like exactly what Sack Barkley is. He's a, yeah, he's a strikeout, 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 home run, <laughs> and yeah. that's they. The fact that they were together in colleges and they have such a similar identity is hysterical. Um, okay, Jalen Hurts upgrade over Carson Wentz. Philadelphia offense can hang, can score. This shouldn't be close, honestly. Um, I'm surprised that I I kind of am surprised it stopped at 49. I I think this should still go up. Um, I think the fair price is like 52, 53. I kind of
1: hate both these coaches.
0: (laughs) I don't really want to think about that because I'm going to be really angry if there's some. I I feel
1: like if we don't get this, it's going to be, we're going to be mad at a coaching decision. But yeah, I thought that is.
0: That 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 is, almost, that is the lock of the week, probably. Yeah, that I'll be yeah. mad at a coaching decision in this game is a minus five thousand off the board. Yeah,
1: and it's uh, funny. Like they should be better against running quarterbacks because they have now. Oh, now Philly has one. You know, you can practice against running quarterback, but they. I, I can see them both getting torched on the ground here. Kyler's a slippery son of a bitch, too.
0: Sure, sure enough, he is. Sure enough, he and is. We'll
1: see, and we'll see what he does because of that. We still have, we had that theory; his shoulder injury was keeping him from turning it downfield a few times. We'll see high leverage game. Yeah.
0: Empty your playbook if you're an offensive coordinator and you have some some plays up your sleeve. Empty the playbook. This is it. This is you have to win this game. Arizona's on the bubble. Philadelphia on the bubble. Like this is this is an empty the playbook type of game. I love back, betting it over when it's that sort of scenario let's we did a good job of making and it i, do, I do think arizona has a
1: clear advantage on offense though like just because oh yeah you know the, the receivers are better the kyler's better we just haven't seen enough of hurts yet you know you got one game of tape on him really so it's it it'll be interesting to see what they do with him i i know that's like a growing process with a quarterback especially a, a running quarterback a quarterback who who has some of these you know deficiencies at receivers that are starting to fix its fix itself. So I it will be very interesting to see what happens with Philly's offense. I can see it working. I could see it absolutely falling on his face, and we needing some garbage points out of him. so it'll be interesting.
0: Okay, We made it through this card very efficiently. Great job by you. We have gotten to the main course. The Super Bowl preview question mark. Oh god,
1: who who flexed this? What are we doing?
0: No, I'm talking about KC New Orleans, man.
1: Oh, I skipped that one. <laughs> I was going. I, I went right to Cleveland uh, Giants. I don't even know. Yeah, no, talk. no, we're saving that one for
0: dessert. <laughs> no, the, uh, the uh, KC, Kansas City Chiefs, New Orleans Saints, awesome game uh, in the Big Easy. We haven't really seen Kansas City have to flex going all the way back to their game against Baltimore. I guess you could call their Tampa Bay beat down a little bit of a flex, but we didn't see it for a full game. They just flexed. They flexed a little.
1: They didn't cover that game. The back door. They left Tampa Bay in the back door.
0: Um, They play down to their opponents, but they have such a spectacular scheme and weapons. And Pat Mahomes is on another level as a quarterback that I cannot help myself but think Kansas City picks their number in this one, which brings the entire handicap back to. The New Orleans Saints offense and how many points they can score. I'm not here to listen to you talk about how great New Orleans defense is. I'm not having it. They got gashed by Jalen Hurts last week. They've played some bad, bad teams, bad quarterbacks in the weeks leading to their awesome ranking. And they're missing pieces too. And I think Kansas City gets to 30 here, whether even if even if some of the even if they have a, a B game, I think they get to 30. So the entire question is, can New Orleans get to 28? And is Taysom Hill getting them to 28? Is Drew Brees with 11 broken ribs getting them to 28? And who out there is pushing this number so favorably to give you a cheap price to back the better coach? Question mark? The better quarterback, exclamation point? And the you know the the team that has a much higher ceiling in my opinion what do you make of this one
1: yeah i don't know like if if i had to make a case for new orleans and i'm not betting either side of this it's it's just uh it's not something i want to get involved i, I make the number pretty close and also at the mm. same time i don't know what we're getting i don't know what we're getting at quarterback like you got different differences in opinions between national reporters we have a lot of clout and a lot of inf- information or putting stuff out there like, oh, Breeze is, you know, he'll probably practice today. Another one's like, no, he's, he's. The, the thing is when you come off this IR or you're designated to return, that just means the three weeks has elapsed. It's all that means is like he, he could practice. He could he could if we wanted to. I don't know if an injured Breeze is that much better than a Taysom who's been getting incorporated in the offense for a few weeks, and you know you can say what you want about uh, the New Orleans defense. Like they did have to face, they did have to face a guy that they didn't have a lot of film on. You know, you really didn't know what you're going to get from Philly. They played a lot better in the second half, and uh, you know, obviously, you know what you're going to get from uh, Kansas City unless Andy really busts out the the magic tricky stuff, which is always a risk. I think I lean your way, but at the same time, I'm not excited to take it because I think this pass rush is good. And at the same time, they're having some issues on that offensive line right now. Two starters did not practice today. And it's a long wait till Sunday, but banged up starters versus this pass rush isn't something I'm excited about. Kansas City has been playing down a little in the red zone. Uh, they just haven't been finishing drives. They haven't been calling the good plays. It'll be, it, I think we'll know. This will be one of those games where you start watching it and you just know, like, oh, this is what happens. But where I sit right now, I don't know. If I had to take a side, I'd lean with you just because I don't think you can keep Nor- or the Saints down, excuse me, the Chiefs offense from finally popping hard for this long. But I, I still do have respect for the Saints, and the Saints will be at home.
0: They don't have speed. They can't cover Tyreek Hill. They don't have safeties. Know, they, and linebackers hope the, they, they hope
1: Tyreek. the refs aren't calling stuff. It's yeah, the they point. don't
0: have safeties and linebackers that can cover Travis Kelsey. In fact, no one does. Um, Just the fact that those two weapons exist on the side of Kansas City and Pat Mahomes is playing at a superior level. I'm all about Kansas City in this spot. Minus three. Give it to me all day. I... Made this case on the PFF forecast. So sorry, apologies to you who has to hear it twice. Um, did you agree with my narrative breakdown of why exactly would we see anything of note, of any misdirection, any subterfuge, any uh, basically any special place? Why is New Orleans exposing their good stuff? Why would that? Don't they need because- it
1: in the playoffs? Because this is not the same offense that they'll trot out if they meet the Chiefs in the playoffs, they'll they'll be having Drew Brees. I think it's Taysom Hill playing. But they might need those can,
0: plays to beat. They're going to need those plays to beat the Rams. They're going to need those plays th- to beat the Packers.
1: I think it's a whole different offense. You can use the good Taysom Hill stuff and still keep the good Drew Brees stuff. And again, it feels narrative It feels like it feels like it falls right. It's it's not must win, but it's must win adjacent. I don't really? like it for New Orleans. Yes. Yes, they lose this game. Nothing. happens. No, no. I'm not saying must. I'm not saying anything about must win. I'm saying it falls in the same kind of stinky narrative thing for me. Or uh, I think that this is tune up. This is like this is what Seattle does. You get ramped up in December. You can't be playing down to good teams just because you don't want to give away a few plays. Like if you if you go stinking up versus a good team, that's not what you need your team doing heading into the playoffs especially a team like this who's just gotten the shit kicked out of them by weird random bad luck and stuff in the playoffs right like they need to be running hot going into the playoffs and i don't care which quarterback it is i think they play close i'm, I'm not i'm not leaning to betting the saints here if i did bet the saints it would be straight up in a total this high i suppose but it just i think there might not be a lot of field goals i don't know about this over, but. It feels a titch low as well. I think if i if what I'm saying, Kansas City offense finally pops. That defense still is it has issues outside of the pass rush.
0: What's their team total?
1: Which one? Kansas City. Let's take a look, see. And someone keeps bringing this up, and there there is something to be said for this. It's and um, granted, this is this is tricky to see it happening. But like, if if Green Bay wins the game, then you kind of know where you're sitting. It's it's yeah. awful hard. No,
0: that's my point. That's my whole point. <laughs> that's the whole point. There's there is no consequence for New Orleans coming out and literally just nailing it on everything. I spot. know,
1: I know, but it just feels like you, you don't see that. Like teams don't tank. Like teams yeah. don't. T- you know, it it, it's, it reeks of like the tanking thing. Um, the team total for the Chiefs is twenty-seven minus twenty. That's the total. Is that, this, Let's play it.
0: is that the secret team total yeah. play? Boy, does that feel fun, right? That's I feels mean, light. this New Orleans defense. This New Orleans defense is propped up by statistics that they got playing against the following teams and quarterbacks. Do you want me to name teams or quarterbacks? Which is easier for oh. you to kind of synthesize as I as I as I go down? Top this
1: Brady, list. Tampa Bay.
0: Okay, so if you go back in time to Dubai, which is when you can take a sample that the Saints defense was number one in the NFL, okay, this is week seven on, they played Teddy Bridgewater. They played Nick Foles. They played Tom Brady. They played Nick Mullins. They played Matt Ryan. They played whoever that guy was that was the Denver quarterback. (laughs) They played Matt Ryan again, and they played Jalen Hurts. They have played no one. Over that sample, where that know, you can't control so your schedule.
1: We said this about Green Bay early. Like Green Bay hasn't played anybody; they might not be good. Like the it, same I New hate, Orleans defense, doing the this. same
0: personnel gave up twenty-seven points to Justin Herbert, twenty-nine points to Matt Stafford, thirty-seven points to Aaron Rodgers, thirty-four points to Derek Carr.
1: It's a good offense. I like the Raiders, man. You don't don't talk shit about the Raiders' offense. I won't. I won't stand for that. <laughs> I'm uh, just I, trying to make
0: the case for. Yeah, teams, I, I, teams I, I, yeah the time,
1: team so. totals to play. I like. I'm I'm way more excited about the team total than laying the. Okay. ball. Right. Side.
0: there we go. Can we can that be the secret? It's not even at the yeah. end of the pod. We we we've we've done this game due service, and we found a secret pod play. I like
1: our stuff. secret pod play last week was Cleveland under, so they don't That's always us
0: that's on you I, I gotta blame you for that because mike i came into that one with baltimore over and somehow we ended up on cleveland under i know so i don't really know we, how we that, spun went that out of his head,
1: and it did not work somebody I, I, did I, comment that they they yeah. bet it they bet it before we changed their mind and they had baltimore over
0: good thank you i have, you are my guy because that was the right look and it wasn't close they, in fact i think they did they make their team total over in both halves what no, um, they got 21 in the first half. So, so they didn't what
1: happens? What happens to this number? And and this is where I'm fine with you taking this. I don't think Breeze plays, and it'll it'll be tomorrow when he doesn't practice on a Thursday. It probably goes to like three and a half, right? Or do, do you think it moves on the Breeze news? You think there's dumb people that have bet on that? Because it's yes. a hurt Breeze and a Taysom Hill isn't a big change for me, really.
0: I do think the number moves. I think if you want three, you need to back it tonight. I think if you want three and a half, you can wait. Yeah. Um, let's move on to Sunday Night Football. The most head-scratching flex of the season, although, did we learn? Cleveland plays pretty entertaining football games. <laughs> they know how to put on a show. <sighs> Baker Mayfield tough. has arrived. Am I out of line saying Baker Mayfield has arrived? You are. two weeks in a row. He lit the scoreboard on fire, and you know, in the, the performance against, I guess stepping back again to the amazing game that was Monday Night Football. Did you feel like that was a true read on Baker Mayfield's potential, his ceiling, his ability to be a pro quarterback in this league? Can he be a top ten guy that we saw
1: in some on Monday Night? Yeah, I I think. <sighs> Maybe the coaching is finally doing something for him. He's been through a lot of coaches and coordinators, yes. man. It's, yeah. it's it hasn't been. It's as hard as we are on him. That's that's been a rough you know road to hope. Just dealing with the constant flux in the game planning. He does make some bad decisions, but if you give him some, I don't even want to say give him some weapons, because he's had weapons like he had OBJ. I mean, he had two pro bowl receivers. He has two good running backs. They've had some decent offensive linemen. They have a defense at times, like not a whole defense, but they have a decent pass rush. Like this should be a good team. And somehow they absolutely got curb stomped by a couple teams this play, you know, this, this year. So uh, I guess that was hopeful, but again, we've seen this before where he plays well. And, you know, then, he just doesn't. He just for something something clicks. and He turns back into the guy that's. Do you remember that? Uh, was that him the, like the five yard out the wheel route where he just he just, that was earlier in that same game. That game felt like it was a day long. He was jacked up, man. He just piss missedled one to a guy that was like five year. He he puts touch on that. That guy might be gone. Like he still does make mistakes. It just it got it got clouded by. A good performance in in high leverage points. Uh The Browns are fifty to one to win the Super Bowl, man. If them, I don't, I don't see this because just the way it hashes out, like they're likely going to end up on the same side of the bracket as Kansas City. I'd rather see them on the other side. I just, I looked at the Miami, I looked at India, I looked at them, and it just didn't seem like they would be able to drop down below those. I'd want them in the seventh seed. Playing Pittsburgh right away, in the you know, nice little mm-hmm. revenge spot, whatever. I think that's how it shakes out. I think they're going to end up yeah. in the seven. I can't. I can't see. Like I'll. I don't want to break that all down now, but I just. I, I don't see them losing that many games compared to the other teams. Like the, your they're...
0: AFC, your AFC playoff picture is going to be: KC one, Pitt two, Buff three, Tennessee four, Indy five, Baltimore six, Cleveland
1: seven. And the do you see the Cleveland schedule?
0: Yeah, they played the Jets, but they played the Steelers.
1: Yeah, but they probably get two out of three. Like it looks like everybody's going to get two out of three, and it just remains the same.
0: Uh, but the no, the Ravens and the Browns are going to finish with the same record, and the Ravens have two wins over the Browns, so they get the
1: tiebreak. You think the Ravens win out? The, the Ravens would have to win out in that situation, I suppose.
0: I wonder if they're going to be able to beat the Jaguars, the Giants, and the Bengals.
1: I didn't really. I didn't look at the Baltimore schedule. That's that the whole reason we got involved in the future, dude. That, that t- yeah, but the Miami, I, the Miami. I can't believe you didn't this. We've talked, but, can't but, even but if it if it gets How into a three way tiebreaker time with before. Miami, then it gets tricky. Three three way tiebreakers are goofy. That is so. true. But anyway, we, schedule, we, 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 we don't want to sit and do tiebreaker math here right now. Let's talk. Cleveland's minus five. The total's forty-four. The Giants are having some injury issues again.
0: Danny Dimes limited mobility against a uh, Garrett. You know Miles Garrett.
1: Not, Not great, Bob. No. no. I you
0: know, uh,
1: I make this. I make this pretty much on market again. Really? What is your number uh, on the Giants? Minus four point one. Oh wow, you're cool on
0: Cleveland. What are you looking at them for futures if you're you're at you're so you're barely over neutral for high
1: variance, high variance team. Okay. If that if that offense can do stuff like that, the it's an offensive league. If you can go out there and put forty on the Ravens, you can do it to anybody and they shouldn't be fifty to one, probably.
0: That's true. Baker Mayfield making his first playoff starts, so, though. Uh you know, it's it's going to be a little little funky with this defense. No, hope, a defense it's
1: Tennessee. That
0: defense the defense is one so
1: matchup would be perfect for they them can lose game.
0: The, the defense for the Browns is so bad that they can lose a game for you, which is not a good yeah. thing. Um, I've been Yeah, no, no. I think I, but the defense is not going to be tested by a, a, an injured with a you know Danny Dimes with a bum wheel. It's not going to be tested by Colt McCoy, um, and just in general, this uh, the Giants. That we saw last week against the cardinals like i think those that's who they are they play hard but they stink and i don't know that they get a win on sunday night football against the browns i think the browns coming off of another primetime game um i don't think that affects their swagger really or their focus um
1: well that's what i'm saying like how much of a downgrade do you give for a monday night i do like a quarter point dude for lack of rest I
0: am lining up the stinkiest play of all time for week sixteen. I'm gonna take the Jets and the points against the Browns. Browns coming off of two prime time two straight prime time games. Playing, playing, playing the Jets is like seventeen point favorites. D- defense. defense. Well, I really mean, you
1: know where I rate run. the Cleveland, I'd make that like eleven. So if, if I'm they, gonna be taking the fourteen, I'd think about it.
0: Yeah, it's going to be 14. For sure it's going to be 14, especially yeah. after Cleveland drops a nuclear hammer on the New York Giants. Um, if you were comfortable backing Arizona at three last week, why aren't you a little more enthusiastic about taking the Browns this week?
1: I don't know I don't why. I, and I want to dig it. That's where I'm sitting. Like, when you asked me that, I'm, I actually looked at it a little confused too. I don't know if their defense is dragging them down or why I have this power number terribly similar to oh i don't know let's see look for a team i I don't know if i have somebody bright in their range i guess it's funny they kind of sit and like i i have them i have them a a titch lower than arizona
0: oh see i have them on the nails a little higher than arizona i I think it it is is their their defense
1: dragging them down i think a little so i'm gonna have to look at my numbers on cleveland maybe it is a play
0: I have Cleveland as the 24th best defense and the 5th best offense. 5th best offense. Kevin Stefanski is coaching his ass off right now. He has great great game script. I think Cleveland gets out early in this one. Um
1: and even ba- 20- and Baker even Baker in a good performance. I think you can't just look at the scoreboard and say Baker was good. He did make like a dozen mistakes. Like that one play where he, he I think he threw a touchdown on the play and everyone forgets it, but he, honestly the the play there was to run he, yeah, had, he had down, like 15 yeah. yards in front of him and then the touch play a couple, a couple things he did down near the end zone weren't great. And the, the running game carried him at points. He was good. I don't think he was great. Uh, somebody says better online has the Browns minus 10 and a half over the jets on the look ahead. Yeah, that's going to be four. If you like the, if you like the Browns, take that now.
0: Yeah, <laughs> mm. Don't take it though. Cause they're going to do something stupid, not lose, but not win by a million. Um, so
1: all right yeah i'll look into this this is i mean you've intrigued me i might i might have to look at this even though i'm not getting the best of the number well,
0: you've intrigued me i'm gonna question this now and, and think a little harder and if, if this trickles out to six seven maybe i'll uh maybe i'll buy that each
1: other no
0: yeah it's, it's a it's an interesting breakdown um
1: we've been so horseshit about changing the banners i'm just gonna like dial in on that next week
0: Okay, yeah, next week I'll do the times, you do the banners. How about that? Okay. It's a yes. good deal, right?
1: Banners are new. This is like the second or third week, man. It's
0: really hard, guys. It's hard to juggle all this and make we'll need a producer. Problems.
1: Um we're looking for an unpaid intern. <laughs> are,
0: are we? Those? No, I, I don't, don't want to do unpaid internship. Yeah, we'll wait until we have nothing. Well, to I feel shitty doing internship. that. Yeah, same. Um Pittsburgh, oh, Cincinnati, Monday night football.
1: Boom, the banner. Big number.
0: Bang. Boom. I typed in the time.
1: Look at me. Um the culmination of I mean the Steelers doing what they did the last two weeks apparently isn't gonna matter for the division now that the Browns weren't able to get an exciting you know an exciting game under the belt. I I that was anybody's game at the end. That felt fun. This is a clincher. This is a clincher, right? They clinched the yeah, North O'Point. They would be eleven and th- uh 12 and two, and the Browns would be nine and four, or ten, you know, so they could be twelve and four at best. Have they beat them twice or they got to play each other one more time?
0: They play each other week 17. It could be a oh, meaningless yeah. game for Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, that might be a, that might be a, because one of their losses was to Washington. So that was out of conference. The other law, yeah, the, 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 the breakdowns in there, I think they'll be like five and one in the division. So it might not matter.
0: Yeah, I know. They, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers clinch with the win.
1: Oh, that's for sure. You knew that and made me go through all that. In my <laughs> Yes, I did. Okay. No, yeah, um, they, they are. They are four zero in the division. They'll be five and zero with this win. Cleveland is two and three in the division. So that's your first tiebreaker outside of even if Cleveland wins, they both end up twelve and four. If the if obviously that doesn't matter, so this will be the clincher, and they are thirteen point road favorites. Any interest in winning this game though?
0: What happened the first time these two teams played? I could have totally spacing. Totally. Joe Burrow competed? Oh, no. I had Bengals in that spot. They, they yeah, were we awful. Both did. They got we mowed. We took a big number on the Bengals. Oh, my goodness. They got mowed in that game. That was not competitive. No. And it was because... Never was.
1: Not Bengals even garbage did, time. Because we're the Bengals didn't Earl field an
0: offensive line. The Bengals didn't field an offensive line that game. They just made Joe Burrow go out there with nobody in front of them. That was rude. Um... Surprised he think didn't get that,
1: hurt earlier. I mean, uh, seriously, I, I hate to get hurt. It sucks he did get hurt, but like,
0: Surprised uh, he didn't get what hurt. They, what they put out in front of him, they kept him in there way too long and let him get exposed to that Pittsburgh pass rush in that game that was not competitive. Um, Pittsburgh defense struggled in the second half against, they. they were struggling against the Bills in the second half of that game. A lot of that was fatigue. Um, and attrition. They've lost a lot of important pieces. Bud Dupree ain't coming out of that tunnel. Um, Devin Bush ain't Blaine. coming out of that tunnel. Um, Hayden
1: dinged up. Who's the other? Uh, who's, who's, the other? who's the other corner? Um, yeah, yeah, I'm trying I to. There's been too many. I mean, yeah. yeah, but Bush, Dupree, Spillane, losing three linebackers like that. They've lost some offensive linemen. It, it's you know they, they did have a nice 11 win run. They're a good team. The the offense is how does Eric Doctor Eric says this is the best. You got to cross the street a hundred times to get to the end zone. <laughs> they, they it's you know you know you see the Chiefs, and sometimes when the Chiefs are just on, you'll look and they'll be up like it'll be like twenty four to seven, and you'll look and they're like one for two on third down, because they don't get to third down when you're getting ten yards a chunk, and you know can't. Pittsburgh, you go into the half and they're like, you know, eight for 17 on third down in the first half or something. You know, it's, it's hyperbole, but they're constantly just getting these little chunks. And it it does, if it's not working, if you're not getting the third downs, you're punting a lot. We saw that in that game where, Christ, uh, the Buffalo game where there was like nine punts in the first quarter. That was an awful start to that game for anyone watching. That's what happens when that offense isn't clicking, when they're getting drops and they can't convert third down. It's an yeah. offense that does not work. So you want to hear something crazy? what we're worried about here.
0: You want to hear something I do. Ins- like insane? insane. Like, this is crazy. Ben Roethlisberger at 38 years old, coming off of elbow surgery, lead uh, um, with a. Uh, with the team that has won eleven of their thirteen games. Eleven. He leads the NFL in pass attempts with five hundred and twenty one. That is my MVP. 22, that is twenty two pass attempts clear of number two. That's gonna be year old Justin new. Herbert.
1: <laughs> I could have guessed
0: that. Chargers have been behind in a lot of games, so it makes sense why Herbert's been throwing the throwing but they the rock. Just-
1: they 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 have this reluctancy to run at times, I, and I get it with Connor. Connor's been hurt. Connor had COVID, and I do
0: this done. to Ben though with his elbow and his age. This isn't fair. It's you not. They're not asking him to throw it it far. A lot. Yeah, he's not throwing it far. His air yards are. Do you want to guess where he is in air yards, in terms of qualifying?
1: Oh, like um, ranked in the you know like twenty seventh.
0: Oh boy, it is not high. I have to expand the list. It's so far down.
1: <laughs>
0: um no, I think it's uh I, I don't know what's going on with my statistics page here, but it's uh it's being That's a bastard. um he is averaging yeah, anyway. I, I just don't understand. I <laughs> don't it's low.
1: <laughs> I sure?
0: very low. It's very low. I assure you it's very low. I don't understand why. They are putting him in this kind of situation, really. Um, but you're right; they're not they're not making him throw it far. But um, it's asking him a it's asking a lot. It's asking a lot of um, of a guy that's coming off of uh, elbow surgery, in my opinion. And I think they should have established the run. And that's the only time I'll say that, maybe in my life. Um, but they don't have a rushing attack. They probably get it going against Cincinnati in this spot. They desperately need to win. They desperately need to keep their defense off the field on this one. Um, they need a nice easy win with lots of matriculating the ball down the field. And little, they need a they need a big fat time of possession win. Um and you really can't ask for a better opponent than the Cincinnati Bengals as currently rostered. Do you have a prediction on how many points Cincinnati is going to score this week? And I guess I'll just remind you, Cincinnati has scored seven. Two consecutive weeks, yeah. Um, actually, no. I got an even better question. You ready for this? I do. Line for me. I don't, well, I, I want like I need, I need a money line price. I need a money line price on who scores more points between the Bengals and the Jets in Week 15. The Jets I would are say playing the, the Rams.
1: The Jets have all the receivers healthy right now. I would. I would uh, say the James Jets. Trout is done.
0: missing practice, but he probably plays.
1: I think he plays. Yeah, the the Jets for sure, especially in like garbage time. Like the, they're they're more than willing to give him some garbage time, especially if they get up big. So, I think that the Jets are more e- equipped to score. Wow, just said something nice about the Jets. That's not great. The Bengals team total for the game is fourteen. That's the Jets I think team that's total. Well. <laughs> that's why I asked this question. Push worst. And you know what? The Jets is thirteen.
0: Yeah, that's so. Your your money line prices suggesting you bet the Jets team total over. I guess. What do you think?
1: We have we have three team totals under twenty this week with I, the Jaguars at seventeen as well. That doesn't make in, in the year of scoring with offense up. That's uh. I guess I mean they're terrible teams. Is what it is. <laughs> they're terrible. They're they're absolutely terrible.
0: Okay. All right. So no play for you on Monday Night Football.
1: No. I mean, I'll probably I'll probably get involved in the second half. Okay. See what I did there. Okay. Check us out at halftime. It'll be
0: Monday Night Football. So you better believe it. We'll
1: be it. there all the halftime. We'll be getting geared up, up for Christmas.
0: Believe it. You better fucking believe it. Um, all right. Although we've been so nuclear hot on the halftime scope plays. I'm a little like we should just take our money off the table and walk no, away. Oh,
1: ride the, ride the wave, man. Ride, it? ride a, the heater. Okay. All right. This? I made a thank you banner. Press. In fact, I'm going to make it big. Thank you, guys. If you made it this far, or he's popped in late, somebody, oh, Tulane must have started. Somebody wants to play Green Wave second half. They must be. They don't have a big man to match up. This was a high-variance game. They either lose by two or lose by 30. So Hmm. Saturday night? Should we do it? I don't know. I might have to do a Christmas Saturday night. Uh, We'll see. We might do a Saturday night scope. You never know. You know how drunk Drew's going to be. He has a legitimate alcohol problem. (laughs) Oh, you can hear me. Wow. I thought you'd left.
0: Wow. The, yeah. The drunk two getting there. The Tulane's getting their shit pushed in. It's 2713
1: right now. Oh, they're uh, they're three points off the cover, baby. <laughs> and and <laughs> oh, okay. basket, an extra basket. So yeah, okay. All right, guys, thanks a lot. let's uh let's hit the credits and we'll see you guys. What day is it? We'll see you tomorrow for Thursday Night Football. Oh, hell yeah. Do, 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 do.
0: My favorite part's coming up. It sounds like, uh, like Legend of Zelda music, kind of.
1: Don't forget to hit the like button.
0: Here we go. Ready.